Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 45, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and how to fight fear with strength and logic. On this episode, we cover Pfizer admits they did zero testing on the jab-stopping transmission. Huge. An 84% rise in cardiac events for young men after the jab. Biden finally decides what a woman is, and libs are not happy. And we finally got some answers from a Moorhead from a couple more head school board candidates on future masking mandates. Join us. The fight starts now. Yep. Ah. Lots. Good uh, stuff. Lots of things happening. I mean, not good stuff. It's all bad stuff. <laughs> it's all bad stuff. Like, how sick is it that I'm now getting excited to talk about <laughs> bad stuff? Right. Sorry, well, guys. Yeah, you know, you gotta. But it is encouraging, like. <laughs> This is another little sickness. Mm -hmm. It is encouraging when like stuff that we literally have been talking about for a year now is becoming mainstream and they're saying, oh, well, Pfizer's admitting. It's like, yeah, there was lots of scientists (laughs) that said that from the very beginning. Exactly. That it was not going to prevent transmission. Exactly. Yeah, we're definitely going to get to that story. Um, But first, I just wanted to kind of uh, set the stage here because, you know, we don't want to get labeled as chicken littles, right? right? Always saying... The sky is falling. Yeah, just always, you know, being on high alert and declaring things that don't happen. Yeah. You know, kind of like, uh, who are those guys that murdered themselves? Murdered uh, themselves. Wore the, they wore the purple sneakers back in the day. What? Because the comet was going to come around and scoop them up. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea about, what you're talking about. I think about. they were called Heaven's Gate. Okay. I think. But they were basically a cult. They shaved their heads, wore, they all wore purple sneakers, and they... they Committed suicide in mass. Okay. Because this comet was going to come scoop them up. Okay. You know, and then all these, you know, people make apocalyptic predictions. The world's going to end on this day, so you must repent. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we don't want to be like that. (laughs) So we try to have everything that we... I'm down for just repenting because we don't know when the world's going to (laughs) end. Well, I mean, everything... Just say you're sorry already. Right. But everything we say is has some basis yes. in, in fact and some indication that there's a possibility of it actually happening. Well, Josh, you've been posting all the links to the data. Yeah. I mean, if you if you look in our show notes, you know, whether you look on Rumble or in the audio version of the podcast, I put link to every story that we mention. Yeah. So you can look for yourself. And again, I'm not even sitting here declaring everything to be 100% true. I'm sure we've said some things that have been misinformation or non-factual. <gasps> I mean, nobody's 100% correct. So, you know, you what I want is for people to look at the information from all sides and make a decision. Yeah. You know, so like, go ahead and listen to us and Joel Heidkamp. Yeah, exactly. Or, see what happens. Or us and Rachel Maddow and then yeah. see... See, uh, see how many times we were right versus them. Dun, right. dun, dun. Yeah, exactly. So the reason that we are, are harping on the, what are people going to do when cases tick up again? Like, you know, trying to get yeah. responses from the school board candidates and, you know, is because their track record is that when the inevitable up and down wave happens with cases, yeah. they have a... Uh, a proven track record of following a certain pattern. Yeah. So that's why we're doing this. So, and just to set the stage, um, here's a story that I saw talking about COVID wave looms in Europe as booster campaign makes slow start. (laughs) This is from Friday, October 7th. Okay. If your first shot, your second shot, your booster, your second booster, if none of those are working, then yeah, I would guess that the freaking campaign is making a slow start. Right. But, 
even more scary to me is this wave talk. Yeah. You know, I'm sick of the wave talk, you know. Like who isn't over it by now? (laughs) Who hasn't caught on to like, okay, yo, this is a cold now. Right. And, but what bothers me is the people in power. They're still trying to scare us. That make decisions over our lives and, you know, whether we have to mask up or get, you know, the jab to stay in our jobs. Yeah. You know, they use this this data as the basis for those decisions. And that's what's scary. So, you know, when a COVID wave is looming, that's when um, the people feel like, well, in order to protect the public, we have to do our good as health authorities and, you know, pass all this crap down to the local governments. The next thing you know, you're redesigning the freaking logo for the city of Moorhead with a mask on it. That happened this year. Yeah. This was, that was 2022. Yeah, it was just a few months ago. So, you It know, wasn't that far off. So don't act like we're too crazy for uh, being a little gun shy and a little worried that uh, you might try your authoritarian bullshit on us again. Absolutely. And when, when I start seeing stories like this about COVID waves looming and, you know, that does not give me a lot of confidence. Here's another one. Lockdown worries. Return to Shanghai. Chinese China COVID tally rises. It See? doesn't say now. Pay attention, people, because it doesn't say deaths. COVID deaths rise on the rise. It says, "Hey, people are getting infected." And yep, again, the cases. How would they even know that? Because it also doesn't say hospitalizations rise. COVID no. hospitalizations. People no. are getting super sick. They're just worried about anybody who's got a case of the sniffles. Exactly. And they're taking your rights away over it. Yeah, and they're not even mentioning how undeadly this particular variant is. That's what is so frustrating to me. Everybody has tons of natural immunity now. Yeah. Um, naturally acquired immunity, in, you know, despite their uh, five jabs, they may have also acquired natural immunity, but we're going to get to actually how that isn't working out great for them either. Um, <clears throat> so it's just kind of interesting. So that's the reason that we're we're so – my head's on a swivel. You know, I'm just uh, extremely vigilant about this crap Yeah, because I do not want any of these uh, overreactions – by municipalities or governments to interfere in my normal freedoms and life ever again. Yeah, I just saw that the next variant, I think it's called like XBB or something crazy. <laughs> and like scientists are worried about the new variant. And I'm just, mm, what are they worried about? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so, you know, we always like to highlight when maskers are being wild. Oh. So this is here's a little peek behind the mask. Uh, no pun intended again. Um so here's a guy, a tweet, uh, who is a very um, a pro-masker. Now, what's the red flag you see in his name? Uh, name? He, him. He has his pronouns. He's got his and pronouns in his bio and, I was and even in his looking, name. Yeah, I was looking at his like little bio thing, too. Let's read this. Chuck Worcester, MD, emergency physician in Alberta. Wear a good mask because COVID isn't gone. Abortion is health care and a human right. Views are mine and not medical advice. Yeah, Duh. And, I, and see, he goes one better. He doesn't have his pronouns in his bio. He actually has his pronouns in his Twitter name. Yeah. So it's Chuck Worcester, MD, parentheses, he slash him. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, he's one better than the person who just has in the bio. He's virtually yeah. signaling to another level. So anyways, this tweet says, the people that wear good masks in public despite the immense pressure not to are the true heroes of our time. Wrong. <laughs> that is just, There's lots of heroes. We have lots God. of heroes, but I'm not going to go ahead and give you that one. And this guy's a freaking physician. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, this is what's going on. And, you know, you, you think... 
uh, doctors are intelligent. And I just actually posted today that because somebody else was talking about their doctor requiring masks still. And in one of one of our anti-mask groups yeah. on Facebook, and they said, um, their doctor said, I'm going to wear a mask till I retire. And I said, well, being highly educated doesn't mean you're highly intelligent. No. It, it, often the two do not equate. Which is sad because is you sad. would think that you would think that an educa- a well-educated person would be able to discern information. Have, yeah, have some critical thinking skills. It and, doesn't give you a lot of confidence in their ability to diagnose other things. Yeah. If they can't read the data that's gone on around masks and how they do not stop transmission. So um, why, you know, how I don't, how how much do you trust them to diagnose? Diagnose your cancer. Or it's honestly like mind boggling mm-hmm. because it makes you think like, could like anybody could just be a doctor then? Because because you just like if you don't even have to, yeah, if you spend enough time memorizing the right stuff, you could be. Yeah, because you just literally don't even have to have that mind for science. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you can just be a guy that's like, hmm, you know what? I've got a good, I've got a good memory. Exactly. I don't need to know about not, you know, like how your body works. Or right. how viruses work or whatever else. I just, I got a good memory. Right. Here's okay. another tweet of his following up. It says, thanks to everyone who's still masking. You know that you are doing your best to protect yourselves and others. I see you and I very much appreciate you. You rock. Again, he's just completely bought into the fact that the mask is going to stop transmission. Well, how did that work in all the areas of the country or the world where masks were mandated and enforced strictly, did they sur- sur- avoid COVID transmission? No, they did not. I'm, I'm like distracted <clears throat> even because I just read another thing that he said on here. Please note that the massive number of trolls attacking this thread is telling. It means there are political and financial backers, get this, Josh, paying the trolls to try and keep us all quiet and unmasked. Uh, wrong. We know COVID's still here and we know that masks work. What are you talking about? I feel like this about? guy's a troll. Like, it, yes. How can you be so ridiculous at this point? Because at who, like, for real, we have never received a dime to spread our our unmasking <laughs> Here we like, are information. On our lunch break, doing this show, episode forty-five of the show, completely for free. A year later, you know? yeah. I mean, that we've still been on it for this long. We have never gotten one freaking red cent. No, in fact, I'm trying to prevent you know, getting fired and things. And that's, yeah. you know, that that's what I'm trying to stop. Oh uh, my gosh. What a freaking what a joke Yeah, and this to try to turn it that way. You know, again, a physician, you know, so it doesn't equate because, because he's highly educated does not equate to highly, uh, the, the ability to critically think or be highly intelligent. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, you know, let's, uh, let's move on here. So <laughs> Uh, Let's get off of that guy. Ugh. Yeah, right. Just I always like to peek behind, you know, and get the other point of view once in a while because you have to understand where they're coming from because sometimes you can't even... You I know, can't understand it. You can't understand it and you have to realize that you're not going to be able to reason with these people. Yeah. So you just have to win. Yeah. Right? So if, you know, I don't care if he wears a mask until he retires, much like that local physician told our friend, our local friend, mm-hmm. but don't make me and don't, you know, have any municipalities, any, any localities, any stores make us enforce any stupid crap on us. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's what we're, we're all about. Let everyone accept their own risk tolerance. Exactly. Um, so here's something very interesting. Insurance company finds triple vaxxed more likely to get COVID than unvaxxed. Isn't that funny? Because weren't we just talking last episode about, um, about a guy who, if he didn't get 
get jabbed would have to pay more to his employer for his insurance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. Uh, so that, this this is good that they're now tracking this. That was one one method that they were trying to coerce and force and cajole everyone into getting vaxxed was to you know have your health insurance go up. Yeah. And charge different rates for the unvaxxed and the vaxxed. And now they're finding maybe they should have switched that around. Well, guess who doesn't like to lose money? Insurance companies. Yeah. In fact, you know, every time, you know, on my real estate investing and everything else, you know, trying to get an insurance company to pay out yeah. is about freaking impossible. <laughs> uh, what they The perfect customer is somebody that just pays every year or every month. That never has a claim. That never has a claim. Yep. What a racket that and, is. I was. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so, you know. These people are not going to lose money. So you're going to find out where the real data is because I don't care how woke your insurance company executives are when they start seeing the profit statements come yeah. in and they're starting to lose money uh, by, you know, paying out claims to people that are, you know, COVID damaged or having to pay life insurance claims on people that are vaxxed versus, and they see, they see the data. So if they see a difference between vaxxed and unvaxxed, they're going to go where the profit leads. So this is a very interesting story. So- you know, finding that the triple vax more likely to get COVID than unvaxed. That's exactly the opposite of what we were told. Yeah. And when they used as a reason to force everyone <laughs> to attempt to force everyone to get jabbed. I love that. Government data from around the world has countered the president's claim. And now the insurance giant Kaiser Permanente, which is also a healthcare provider, has commissioned a study to evaluate the effectiveness of the mRNA vaccine against the dominant Omicron subvariants. Yeah. Weird that you would that it takes a freaking insurance company to check that out. Yeah, who's also a healthcare provider, so you know, no uh, no conflict of interest there either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Jeez. That their insurance company and they're the one providing the healthcare. Yeah, like so, on one end it's going to be bad, and on the other end it's going to be good. Yeah. So they discovered people who are triple triple vaccinated not only are more likely to be infected with COVID-19, they are more likely to suffer severe illness and die from the disease. I mean, what the hell? I just, A chart I'm, on page 30 shows the vaccine efficacy against the Omicron subvariants drops significantly 14 to 30 days after a shot. The efficacy continues to fall in the following months, then reaches negative territory after five months, meaning the recipient is more likely to get COVID than if they had not been vaccinated. I mean, holy shit. It's not very often that I'm speechless. <laughs> right. But like, I don't know what to fricking even say about this. Yeah, I mean, so not only is it not doing you any good, now they don't even mention here the negative side effects. No, it gives me literally like a lump in my throat. Read it like because on one hand, I just think like we were right, but then this like it's like to the detriment of society. You're right. All the people that felt either either uh, well, I just I'll trust my medical authorities. It gives me the chills. Like I, it's just disgusting. Right. And the people that were forced into this against their will. If you were fully bought in and you were lined up for the jab, okay, fine. You made your own decision as a human. Yeah. You're still uh, manipulated. Absolutely. In, with, through misinformation, but you fell for it. Okay. That's on you. The people that were threatened through lo- job loss or uh, inability to travel or inability to see loved ones, those are the people I feel bad for where they felt coerced and forced to get the jab. Yeah. Now they're at higher risk of getting COVID and dying or having hospitalization. And this does not even take into account 
the negative potential side effects. Yeah, it doesn't even not say even how sick they might get from just even or other just, things. Yeah, pericarditis, myocarditis, all the other things yep. that are just straight up side effects. That's not even factoring this in. Yeah. This is just based purely on the efficacy of the vaccine against COVID itself. Yes, and it doesn't say exactly how, I mean, we. I just <clears throat> listened to Dr. Peter McCullough the other day talking about people's now inability for their body to fight off different things like leukemia. Right. And, and other cancers and all-cause mortality he was talking about, and we've talked about that, all-cause mortality going up like crazy in the vaccinated. Exactly. It's just my theory just from seeing all the things happening is that it just lowers your immunity. Yes. Your body's immune system in general. Period. Which is just And they have been, okay, and again, like – there have been doctors, which is why censorship censorship is so scary, because there have been doctors that have been speaking out against this for over a year now. I went to I went to a conference up in Bismarck. They brought at a, their own peril to their at their career, own by peril. The way. They have been fighting to keep their medical license because they're speaking the truth. We they have been talking about how this is going to be creating autoimmune disorders. These shots are going to be creating autoimmune disorders because it will attack people's natural immune system. Exactly. And that information has been out for over a year. And this is the first time now that it's coming to light in the public. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, you're not going to be able to keep this stuff quiet, quiet, quiet forever. No. Because the effects will be undeniable at some point. And here's a, a per, that's a perfect segue into this. I don't know if you saw this I, story. Yep. Um, so in a COVID hearing, it says Pfizer director admits the vaccine was never tested on preventing transmission. Get vaccinated for others was always a lie. The only purpose of the COVID passport, forcing people to get vaccinated. Now, uh, and I'll post a link to this. You can watch it for yourself. Uh, but he now the the funny thing is I've seen this video posted all over the place and it's yeah. starting to get fact checked now. Yeah. And the reason that they're saying it's not factual is that they're saying typically in uh, clinical trials, you don't test for the ability to stop transmission. You're just testing for will this prevent you know you from from uh, I guess Getting dying infected? from COVID. No, but oh well, just hang on. Let me, let me just finish the no. point quick. So I know, I know. But my, <laughs> that's my bullshit button is right, like exactly. Go ahead. But, yeah, but my point is. Okay, if that let's say that's I'll give them that. Let's say that's one hundred percent true. Okay. They were never intending to test for that. Then why'd they say it? Then why on what basis did they declare you have to take the jab to help others or to keep people at your work safe or, you know, they 100% declared that, remember, Biden, it was, take this, it stops with you. Yeah. The CDC director, Fauci, uh, Rachel Maddow, Bill Gates, everybody. We've played the compilation many times. Yeah, Rochelle Walensky. They use that as a complete basis for the vax mandates, passports, everything. Everything. And they didn't even know. They didn't even test for its ability to prevent transmission. Yeah. And then how can you make that claim? And who told them that? That's another question. Right. Who if they the weren't even testing for it, where did that claim come from? Who even? the fuck said that? Yeah. Who's, I want that guy. Yeah, I want that, that guy's head on a platter. How was that even thought of? Because yeah. I, I always assumed that they did test for it and they just, you know, skewed the numbers in such a way that it made it look like it stopped transmission. Yeah. Not, no. but if they're saying they didn't even test for it and we weren't even supposed to, cause that's not even part of normal trials. Yeah. Fact checkers. Yeah. Okay. Well then, then on what basis are you allowed to say then it on, stops with you? Then on what basis is the fact checkers supposed to, 
where did they get their information yeah, exactly. to say, oh, no, it stops with you when we're all saying the whole time that it didn't? No. Like, we were fact-checked for you, and now your fact-checking is so, even... bottom line is they were never able to declare that the vaccine will stop transmission, and therefore the justification for all the mandates, work-wise, travel-wise, everything was bullshit. Yeah. And the only case they could have made was... If you decide to take this, you might have less symptoms and avoid hospitalization and death. Might. That's the only claim they could have at the time could have made. Yes. And now, and now we you can, can see that that's a lie. <laughs> you can't even say that. Yeah. You, know, you can't even make that claim anymore. Very scary. It's so, <laughs> but for guys. a year and a half, that, you know, since basically January 1st of 2021, that has been the messaging. Absolutely. You take this to protect others. How how much were we demonized? We're still getting demonized. They're still yeah. saying it. We just saw two like episodes ago. When I tell people ago. I'm unjabbed, people people still give me that. Oh my god. Yeah. What? We're still how? seeing the freaking propaganda pop yeah. up where they play the sad music and the mm-hmm. old people and like all this bullshit, just mm-hmm. straight bullshit. None of it is true. Now, here's the interesting thing: is are you seeing a lot of uh, regret and things? Yes. You know, here's one guy who actually, okay, James Smith. Wow. So I'll let you read his tweet here. Yeah. James Smith says, so it turns out get vaccinated to save other people was a farce. I think I owe a lot of people an apology. I genuinely thought I could trust the experts. I'm very disappointed to have been hoodwinked by the propaganda of 2020. Boom. Good for you. That is good for you, sir. That's what we need is people saying that. Say, yes. look, I bought in because I trusted my health authorities and it turns out it was BS. Yeah. And I'm pissed. Wow. That's the that's what we're not getting a lot of. And so we're starting because to see some of people should be mad for getting lied to. Like these guys that were like touting it, they should be pissed just as much as we should. They should be more pissed because yes. they got they lied they to it and actually d- took the thing yeah. that was the lie. We avoided it. Oh, yeah. But, you know, so I'm mad that they even tried. They should be mad because they actually went through with it. Yeah, they went through with it and they touted it to others. I think I owe a lot of people an apology. This guy is admitting that he was, you know, he was probably telling other people too. Like, why wouldn't you do it? It's yep. supposed to save everyone. Exactly. So um, we're starting to see a little bit more of that. Thank God. Here's another one. I'll let you read this one. Patrick Christie's. I felt pressured and demonized into getting the COVID vaccine. I now feel manipulated and lied to, and I wish I'd stuck to my guns. Never again. Never again. Wow. Wow. He's a, pre- he's a presenter on a news station somewhere, GB News Live. Yep. Yeah. You know what, you guys? The problem with this, okay, Because A, like my first thought is like, again, good for you. Because when somebody makes a mistake and then they own up to it, I always want to give them so much props, like Mm -hmm. give them encouragement. That's what we need to see is people, people stepping back and owning up to their own mistakes and their own part in this. Right. But again, the worst part about this is that this guy can't take it back. He can't take back that he got something that with his one body that he'll ever have that we have no idea what he could possibly face now as far as side effects and and bad outcomes. Right. So they should be the most scared and the most angry. Yep. Is the people that did it only because of the pressure. Yeah. And that was a large chunk of the population. Pressured and demonized. I mean, that's absolutely. And we're seeing that now because 
now that it's not mandated to get all your boosters and, you know, uh, the adoption, the willing, uh, adoption rate of the of the latest round of vaccines is plummeting because people are realizing the it's not effective number one there's risks involved they didn't know about um and they and the, the, once the pressure is really removed the coercion is removed people are not uh, adopting the the boosters and the jabs willingly so that tells you right there that a large percentage was yeah. manipulated and forced into it. I just got excited because I'm watching his retweets just like climb <laughs> yeah. as we're talking. They are climbing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I wish that this wasn't such a rarity. Yeah. You know, this should be the majority of people. Yeah. But obviously, you know, it's not everyone because look, here's another guy replying to him. I made informed decisions to have four doses so far. No problems, of course. I've made an informed decision to have a fifth dose October 15th. I don't expect any problem. No one has lied to me. I'm in the UK. How has nobody lied to you, Barry? So there's a guy that's, you know, fully bought in. And while he is sticking by his guns. And the the problem is, you know, there's the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Right? If you um, put money into something and it fails, you think you can fix it by by putting more money in and really you're just flushing more. Yeah. So this guy is, you he's know, sunk. he's an example of that because even if he had had some type of negative side effect example, Bell's palsy, like that yep. actress last week, um, she said she'd do it again I and probably has been boosted since that video because there's been at least two different rounds of boosters since that video was released in 2021 of her palsy face. Yeah. So I guarantee she's probably got it, got See, it since. I just, you have to just convince yourself. Otherwise, what's the alternative? Holy crap. I this guy took I think all this will, risk for no reason. Yeah. This guy, I think will just shoot himself up forever until he's yeah, just and like chances in, are in the coffin. He will be fine because you know, it's, it's not like a majority of people have negative side effects. It might be 1%. Yeah. But when they were doing a million a day, that's a large number. And so, yes, odds are you'll avoid them just because mm. of the law of averages. But still, why would you want to even take that chance if I'm it's gonna, not doing anything good? You guys can put this right on me right now because I'm going to make this pr- prediction. I don't think that the law of averages – I don't think that we're going to see a small thing because even myocarditis, there are some studies that are showing that myocarditis in 18 to, I think, 39-year-olds yep. – Prior, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that story in a minute. Wonderful, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that when it comes up. Yeah, then. yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so here's here's somebody that's doing actually something good. Okay, so at her inaugural press conference, Alberta Premier Daniel Smith says the unvaccinated are the most discriminated against group I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> so next, we're gonna just listen to this here. Life. The community that faced the most restrictions on their freedoms in the last year were those who made a choice not to be vaccinated. I don't think I've ever experienced a situation in my lifetime where a person was fired from their job or not allowed to watch their kids play hockey or not allowed to go visit a loved one in long-term care or hospital or not allowed to go get on a plane to either go across the country to see family or even travel across the border. So they have been the most discriminated against group that I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. That's a pretty extreme level. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So that's amazing that a person in leadership and freshly elected Mm-hmm. person. I was just going to say, like, what context is she saying these things in? As as her premier press conference of being uh, voted in. As yeah. Alberta, oh, and Alberta. it says right and there. So it's Canadian. Yeah. You mean the thing that we already oh. just read? Yeah. At the inaugural press conference? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. So 
That's great. I mean, that's what we need more of. Is and how after Tr- the way Trudeau acted yeah. during this, he's one of the worst ones in the entire world. He's not done yet. Oh, he, he's, he's in, not done. He even said that. Yeah, that he's not done. Last be careful up there, that. Canada. Where yeah. our thoughts and prayers are with you. You just have to be insanely tuned in to who you're voting for. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why I, I'm pretty much and a start, one, I'm pretty much a one issue voter now. Yeah. Well, start when it comes to local stuff. I think up in Canada they really need to start researching how to unelect an official. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, that's really really good that we're starting to see a little bit of um turnaround in that. I mean, there ha- you know, the pendulum has to swing back. Yeah. You know, and with if Trudeau, I mean, he's pegging the pendulum hard one way. So it's got to swing back hard the other way. Um, Now, I don't know if you saw this, but because it completely move off of COVID stuff. Now, it's funny because, you know, the left loves to say that uh, there's no difference between the genders, right? You can just pick whoever you feel that day. Yeah. You know, and this is going on. Gender is fluid, Josh. Yeah. This is going on from all the way down to my daughter's elementary school, okay, yeah. Ellen Hopkins School in Moorhead, we asked the principal what happens if a boy, born male, decides they want to use the women's restroom, and the principal said, well, we have to follow the state law, which states that they can go into the bathroom of their choosing. So that's when I was like, okay, well, the the minute that um, gym starts, you know, the age, whatever, whatever age gym starts where yeah. people are sharing locker rooms, that's when our kids are definitely going to be out. Yeah. So that was the first line in the sand as far as when to pull your kids out of public school. Yeah. Because I'm not changing in a locker room with a dude, not having my daughters do that, not having them shower with a dude. Yeah. Sorry, not going to happen. So, uh, but somehow we're permitting this to, to go on. And it seems like it was everywhere. Yeah. But I don't know if you saw this story, but the Selective (laughs) Service, which I, as a dude, born male, had to register when I turned... I didn't even know, like, how you do that. Do they come and get you at school? No, they send you a card. They do. Yeah, no, mine was, you know, 43 years ago or whatever, but... um, Or 33, whatever. I don't know. I can't do do mad good. (laughs) A lot of years ago. It was like 19... Just stop. 1989. <laughs> I got a card in the mail. I was like, you better freaking register. Oh, man. Because they know. And then, and it's for the draft. So mm-hmm. if the draft is ever reinstituted, they have a list of military age males they can draw from. Yeah. Okay. Well, turns out guys like. Turns out that if you want to be a girl, that's not going to save you. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what's scary, though? I'm amazed. I'm amazed that they took this line. Okay, so just to we didn't even say what the thing is. Selective Service <laughs> is requiring anyone born male to register for the draft, even if you currently are a chick. Yeah, you, no, even if you currently think you're a chick. Wow, whatever. If you even requires if trans women to register for draft if they were born male, even if you've transitioned. Yeah. So that's interesting because yeah. science. You, yeah, but but I, I'm amazed that they drew this line because you know what. You know where a uh, born male prisoner who declares themselves a woman goes to? The woman's prison. A woman's prison. Yeah. So how is that allowed? But they still have to register for the draft as male. Yeah. I don't understand how how um, guys that want to, that are in prison that say like, hey, actually I'm a girl. Like they should just be like, okay, that's fine. Snip, snip. <laughs> right. It's, it's. Let's make it permanent then. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's crazy that they allow that because then they're impregnating female prisoners yeah. all over the place. With their uh, working male parts. Yeah, exactly. Weird. And because did you ever think that there's an incentive for a male prisoner to get out of male prison? <laughs> And <laughs> that it's all like the, a little, the male a rape little and, safer in the woman's prison. Yeah, all prison. the male rape and beatings that occur. Yeah. And where you could just be with women. Yeah, and that where you actually. <laughs> physically dominant and actually have sex with. That they want it. Like, I mean, come on. You're not getting raped and you're not having yeah. to rape. like. Right. I mean, it's so insane that that's going on. Oh, man. So it's interesting that the Biden administration drew this line in the sand that, you know, Leah Tom, Tom Thompson or Thomas, whatever his William name is. William Thomas. Oh, oh gosh. We're yeah. going to get banned now. <laughs> well, I just, yeah. We already did last week again. We got banned on YouTube again. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so this dude now has to register for the draft. Yep. So, and it's real, it's largely symbolic, which is surprising, which is why I'm so surprised that they drew this line in the sand. Well, because we're not going to do a draft. Yeah. So why didn't they just go, women, you're women. You don't Who have knows? to register. Are we going to have to do a draft? I mean, well, we're getting pretty, we're getting, things are getting pretty ridiculous politically for us here in America. But again, it's just a, it's a unforced error on the part of the libs. Yeah. They could have, you know, if they're sending dudes to women's prison, yeah. they could have done this too. And then us as conservatives just would have said, well, there they go again. Well, because honestly, think of like what a big number this is. Is it a huge percentage that no. they needed these people? No, like exactly. it probably wasn't it. Like you said, like it's an they forced error. Yep. They did kind of draw a line where they, because it was probably a small percentage of people. Exactly. All right. Let's move on to Hopefully. some other stuff here. Um, okay. So now we're going to talk about the, um, some jab issues here. Now, you know, I've made the case several times that I think that there's a lot more lost work hours due to the jab yep. than from actual COVID itself. Yeah. Well, when you get five of them. Right. <laughs> like. And, you know, in my example, the only time I was out for anything COVID related was when I was forced to be quarantined yep. um, after I had COVID in November of 2020. So two years ago, never got a jab. So I missed zero days for jabbing. Now, the people that um, took the jab at my work, a lot of them missed days after the jab. Yeah, because, you know, ouch. And then ouch. also missed because of COVID. Ugh. So they had double the amount double of out. missed work um, than, than me. I just feel bad. Like, I can't help but just smile at that. Like, it's, ugh, sorry, Now, here's – oh, and I erased gosh. the – Person's name. Erased the name to protect the guilty here. Um <laughs> So here's the one just from a couple days ago. COVID and flu shot hit me the wrong way. I am out sick today. Dun, dun, dun. I'm okay. sorry, but like, I don't feel bad for you because that was dumb. And same person oh. a year ago, November 4th, 2021. I'm feeling under the weather after my COVID shot yesterday. Hmm. Out sick. Yeah. So this one person has missed for sure two days just from the jab. Yeah. From the, and, that's still, and that's just the ones I found quick. Yeah. I, I, there's... A ton more people missed after oh, yeah. the jab. And then, of course, they missed when they got COVID, too. Yeah. So think of all those work hours lost that were unnecessary just because of the jab. Wow. All right. Well, let's move on here. So I don't know if you saw this. I didn't, and it makes me very sad. Okay. So 23-year-old son of Nene Leakes suffers stroke and heart failure. I don't know who that is. But. Uh, she's a real Housewives of Somewhere mm. person. So she's famous because of that. 23 years old, congestive heart failure and a stroke. Wow. I mean, that is crazy. Yeah. Um, doesn't drink or do drugs. 
run a multitude of tests in order to determine what caused the episode. Hmm. What could it be? What Why would they even be? mention that, including tests for HIV? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's a known homosexual or, or what. I, don't, I know nothing about this person. So strange. Um, sources with direct knowledge um, was in Atlanta when he suffered both a heart attack and a stroke. Quickly transported to a local hospital for medical attention. Jeez. So, not good, not good. So, and I got a bunch more of those stockpiled for um, our next episode, but I, I really wanted to cover this particular story. Yes. Because this, along with the Pfizer executive admitting that they didn't test for transmission stoppage with the jab, that along with this are the two biggest things that happened since we last recorded. So yep. now I'll let you read this headline. Breaking. Florida Surgeon General, COVID mRNA vaccine found to cause 84% increase in death for men ages 18 to 39. And then he says, so this is Joseph, how do you say it? Ladapo? Ladapo. Ladapo. Maybe. Um, Florida Surgeon General. So he's under DeSantis. Yep. Which is, you know, one of the only states that behaved how I would want a state to behave yeah. during, during COVID. Well, and they had actually hosted a roundtable full of a panel of experts that mm -hmm. were talking about these these shots. Um, and it's been it's been months ago now. It was back in the spring. But mm -hmm. they hosted a panel of experts. Florida did. And, you know. God forbid they allowed them to actually speak. Exactly. It's just insane. Well, so Joseph says, today we released an analysis on COVID-19 mRNA vaccines the public needs to be aware of. This analysis showed an increased risk of cardiac-related death among men 18 to 39. Florida will not be silent on the truth. So that basically means if you take two groups of men, one jabbed, one unjabbed, with all things being equal between the groups, yep. meaning you've, you know, equalized it out for as much as you can ages and you know other things yeah um and but but and the only difference between one group was jabbed one was unjabbed the yep. jabbed group saw an increase in death of 84 percent that is huge that should be on the cover of every magazine the front lead story on every news website yes um they should be this should be blasted from every freaking speaker that there is in america and the only reason we're even hearing about it is because this guy's a surgeon general of a state mm -hmm. if he was you know just some lowly uh you know pediatrician somewhere we would never hear about this yeah except unless some conservative outlets managed to dig it up. And that's still kind of what's happening. You know, this is from Jack Posobiec, which is a, you know, an anti-lockdown conservative-minded guy. Yeah. And, you know, this post-millennial is, you know, a conservative website. I mean, you know, Rachel Maddow is not covering this. No. If she's even on the air anymore, I don't even know. But, I don't know either. <laughs> you know, Jimmy Kimmel is not covering this and making fun of, you know, making fun of people who who wouldn't believe this you know yeah, he's too was, busy still talking about Trump every yeah, day yeah he was the one that was Stephen Ooh. Colbert is not is not covering this you know uh Don Don Lemon is not covering this on CNN no you know so we have to seek this out and thank God for conservative common sense minded sources who provide this stuff to us well and thank God for people that take fast screenshots before shit comes down <laughs> right. like seriously because the, he he got deplatformed actually yeah this tweet Got initially taken down, but then yeah. it got reinstated. Okay. Because I didn't the, know that it came back. Yeah. The only reason was because he's a freaking Surgeon General of a state. So they, you know, there was enough pushback yeah. of people going, hey, let the guy talk. Let, yeah, exactly. Like, hey, he has data and you know, facts. You know, if you're going to pull the uh, 
authoritarian, what do they call that? The uh, author- authority fallacy or whatever, yeah. you know, if like, well, Fauci has an M, you know, has a PhD or an MD, so we must believe him. Well, yeah. if you're going to pull that crap, then why doesn't this guy get the same, exactly. the same credit, yeah, um, the same deference? Well, and my, my thing, I always just wish, which they can't, so that's why they don't. But like, fight facts with facts then. Right. If you don't like what he's saying, show us yeah. evidence to support that he's wrong. Exactly. But you can't. Right. Exactly. I mean, so that's, you know, that's something that we all need to remember, too. They're taking it down because they can't fight it with facts. Exactly. And the good thing is this guy doesn't back down. Okay, so he got a lot of challenges and, you know, pushback and, you know, people obviously were freaking out because if you're somebody who gave in and took the jab or believed it fully hook, line and sinker, you hear this and you get pissed yeah. because it's a, you realize, Oh shit, this is a threat to me. Like maybe I've endangered myself or my children, yeah, my male children. If uh, maybe I've alienated my family (laughs) for a year, maybe I've talked so much shit that now I've got to like spoon it back in you. I mean, we said, you know, the 84% death increase in death for men. Right. Mm -hmm. So Leah Thomas's dad must be pissed and scared yeah, because his boy swimmer son is at much higher risk of cardiac events now. Yeah. Well, not to mention all the other side effects that come with whatever that person is doing to themselves, but yep. let's just not even go yeah, there. He's going to get uh, myocarditis and cancer of the uterus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so anyways, he, he replies to some of these more substantive critiques. Yeah. And I love, I love this tweet here. It says, isn't it great? All right. I love the discussion we've stimulated. Isn't it great when we can discuss science transparently instead of trying to cancel one another? <laughs> That's after he, he almost, after he got right. canceled, then he got reinstated. But he's being pretty freaking, you know. Cool about pretty it. Pretty calm. Yep. Yeah. So then he like, goes let's through. let's have this talk. Yeah. And I'll post this this thread so everybody can read through, but he, he basically oh, takes all the discussion points one by one. Like ex- here's an example. Uh, point number one, this is a criticism of him. Diagnosis codes for cardiac related deaths are imperfect. He says, yes, but that is true for every subgroup we examined. Only in young men was the risk extremely high and it was also increased in older men. That's me. Stop. Well, See, you don't have thing to worry I didn't about take it. The jab. Then he says, two, COVID test information was only available on death certificates. He says, no, we used all of our data resources, test results, vaccine records, death records to exclude individuals who had documented COVID 19 infection as we write in the methods section. So he's exactly. he's basically like smacking you with his facts. He's saying, read my paper. Exactly. And number three, sample size is too small. 3A, his response. Elevated cardiac risk was also found in older men, and there were thousands of deaths in this group. And 3B, the total cardiac deaths meet inclusion criteria among young men was 77, not 20, as has been going around the web. So, yeah, crazy. So, yeah, I'll post this. You can read this at your leisure. Um, But, you know, I love the fact that this guy is pretty uncancelable. Thanks to DeSantis. The, the fact that he's even there. Yes. Because if DeSantis wasn't governor, this guy wouldn't even no. have a position. No, he probably would be fighting for his medical license exactly. if he was even still bold enough to speak the truth without that backing. Exactly. Seriously. I mean, wow. Yeah. So that's amazing. Um, man, if I was the parent of a young man, which I am, but yeah. of one, uh, that I had gotten jabbed, yeah, that I would you be had freaking been the F out. Into, yeah. I'd be freaking the F out right now. Yeah. 
Because what do you do? You ra- I, I raised my son's risk. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how does that make you feel? How can I take it away? I mean, that would be the, that would be your, oh my gosh. That's why you can't reverse it. That's why it's so freaking scary. Yes. And that's why they act like uh, honey badgers back into a corner. They come out just, you know, ravenously attacking because they can't deal with the fact that they may have endangered their child. Yeah. Because they just blindly followed the recommendations of Fauci, et cetera. But that's, see, and that's helping no one. So we right, even have to- Right, but the alternative is you have to admit yes. that you endangered your kid. Yes, but we have to remember, like even we have to remember, right? Like if we're ever wrong, which we haven't been, but whatever. <laughs> but like, but like- Wrong. Seriously, just, you know, digging in, it's not helping anybody. So like, let's just all be grown ups and be adults about it. And okay, well, we fucked up royally. So what now? Yeah, what can but we see, do we now? can change though. Like if, if all of a sudden the data came out that the jab was perfect, we can go get jabbed. Yeah. They can't. They can't get unjabbed. No. So we can reverse can, course. They can, Here's how they can reverse course. Here's my opinion, how they can reverse course. Start getting loud. Tell them that you made a right. mistake. Just like the two tweets we showed of the guys that said they were hoodwinked. Yes. Encourage other people to stop what you're doing. Don't go in for that booster. Like here are Number one, stop getting boosted. Stop doing it. Here's the problems that we're having. Let's get loud about these side effects. Number one, have the last shot you took be the last one you take. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's that's first things. Yeah. And don't freaking jab your kids anymore. Jesus. No. Now, that segues me into this guy. Okay. Now- Wow. Remember, remember this? Remember this? Congressman. Sean Caston. Okay, yep. yep. Sean Caston, 17 year old daughter. Okay, she, remember, if we don't remember this story, a few months back, she just did not wake up one yeah. day. Went up to her room, didn't come back yep. down for breakfast or whatever, was dead. Yep, supposedly just a really healthy, wonderful teenager. Right, so no, this is from the Liberty Daily Substack. Okay, so. This is this this is a perfect example of someone not willing to uh, l- look inward, yeah, and admit anything. Well, and this would be this is worst case scenario. Worst literally. case scenario because yeah, because okay, the, because, the yeah. representative Caston, okay, he was a big vax pusher, so he cannot go back and now, you know, admit that the jab may have been a cause. So he says, and I'll read this statement, this past June, her daughter Gwen died of a sudden cardiac arrhythmia. Yeah. In layman's terms, she was fine, and then her heart stopped. We don't know what caused the arrhythmia and likely never will. Okay? Then he talks about how healthy she was, had no behavioral issues. She was fully vaccinated and quarantined after occasional positive asymptomatic so COVID tests says it, yeah. during the Omicron wave. She had just come back from home from an evening with friends, went to bed, and didn't wake up. Yeah. And then he goes on to explain how it's just horrible luck, right? Yeah. We are heartbroken, but we are not unique. Sudden, unexpected, or unexplained heart failure among young, healthy people is rare but real. Not so rare anymore. This literally makes me cry to think about We are left grasping at the wrong end of random chance. Yeah. Well, was it random? No. No, it wasn't. Because I don't care how... You guys. So now he's mm. just completely rationalizing this bullshit. He's so bought in because he's he, he's saying, you know, yeah, it's rare, but it happens. You, there is always like a, it was cause. a car accident. Like there it was is, just horrible luck. Your your heart does not just stop no matter if they say we'll never find the cause, it's because they're not looking hard enough. Well, 
No, he got a satisfactory cause to him. Yes. Sudden cardiac arrhythmia. Yeah. That just happens to a random amount of young people every year, which was true, but it was a tiny, tiny amount in 2019 and prior. Now it's 84% higher in young men and higher in other groups as well. What I'm saying is that, and take it as you will, sudden cardiac arrhythmia is a doctor's excuse for not being able to figure it out. Right. They're just, they're naming the, I don't know what it yeah, was. Yeah, your heart stopped. Okay, but why? Yeah. What was the root cause? Yeah, there's always yeah. a cause. And right. when they can't find it, they call it this. Well, and what he says is, I mean, this is just so sad the way he tries to rationalize this. Quote, she had a big, beautiful, kind, loving heart, and it stopped as all must. Wow. So now he's trying to find some sort of like purpose. Like, you know, I don't know what her purpose was, but, you know, it stopped. It must have been for a reason. You know, like everyone rationalizes when someone dies, especially, yeah. you know, when it's this tragic, your 17-year-old daughter. What does it say above, though, when it says that it for sure was a thing? Well, I mean, again, us being the biased yeah. against the jab people, we hear this. We hear young person's sudden cardiac arrhythmia. We, arrhythmia, we go jab yeah, 100%. Well, they're never going to know because all the – family's going to do is get the diagnosis of the sudden cardiac arrhythmia. Yeah. So it's, it, they're never, they're, you know, they're not going to explain it. So we're never going to get our answer. Yeah. So it's just basically saying that now we have confirmation that it was an unexplained heart problem and that we do know that unexplained heart problems are a very common side effect. The most common. Yes. Exactly. But, you know, if it would have came out that she committed suicide, ate some, you know, pills or something. Yeah. That would have been one thing. Yeah. But now the cause of death was right in the wheelhouse, right bullseye, smack dab in the middle of the largest uh, known side effects for the jab. Yeah. And them being big proponents of the jab is just extra horrible. Yeah. Now here's her tweet. Gwen Caston. Very sad. Can we be next, please? And Because Newsom tweeted... In October of 21, we will require our kids to get the COVID vaccine to come to school. This will go into effect following full FDA approval. Yeah. And then she retweeted it with a Can quote tweet. Next? Can we be next, please? Clamoring, begging for the jab, yeah. waiting her turn. Very sad. Very, very sad and because, she goes, again, she was lied to. She goes to, she goes to sleep and doesn't wake up. Yeah. Has, has one of the most common – again, you know, we're making a leap here, admittedly yeah. – because we'll never know because unless a conservative common sense, you know, doctor does an autopsy on her, yeah. they're never going to draw that conclusion. We have to infer it from the increased incidence in these cardiac events among young people who typically do not have these types of, types of events. I wonder if Representative Caston has seen the video of the Pfizer executive admitting that they were never tested for transmission before they were they were sold that way. I don't know. And I don't know that he would care because he would just find some other rationalization. Well, it, it increases her chance of surviving COVID. Yeah. And that's all he would care about. Even though her Your chance. Your healthy 17 year old daughter had zero chance. Zero, statistically, literally zero chance of dying. Of dying she would have been COVID. much better off just riding out COVID. Yeah. Just getting some good old natural immunity for her nice because healthy Because then she body. could be in the control group, which has almost zero sudden cardiac arrhythmias happen. Yeah. Instead and our all-cause mortality is the same. The same, exactly. So that's a little peek behind how these people are viewing this stuff. Um, okay, let's move on to a couple other things. Here's some local issues. 
So as you know, the, you know, Fargo just had their school board election, right? In June went horribly. Yeah. Um, Well, Moorheads is coming up um, in November. So I've been trying to reach out to the candidates because I think there's 12 of them for three seats, I believe. Okay. So people of Moorhead, um, you need to know what's kind of going on here. Um, so I, I've gotten responses from a couple. Um, say Keith Vote, who is incumbent and running again, who did vote for the mask mandate six days before school started in, in 21-22. Don't forget. Do not forget. Don't forget. I, I reached out to him twice, would not reply. I think he's Trying he's, to walk the line. He's, he's the only incumbent, right? He's the only incumbent running again. And I'm almost 99% sure he's going to win because he's just got that, you know, middle of the road. I'm going to rubber stamp everything. He's a, I mean, he's a nice guy. Yeah. You know, I got nothing against him personally. I just, uh, but I do not like his uh, inability to, unwillingness to take a stand. Yeah. And, you know, I respect these two replies that I got. Because even though they're 180 degrees opposite of what I would do. At least they said. They took a stand. Yep. Okay. So here's um, Marissa. I forgot her name. Marissa Arling. uh, Don't vote for Marissa. Yeah. Whoever Marissa. I forgot her last name. Anyways, um, I asked her. If COVID cases tick up again and, and the, and I phrase this in a very specific way. I said, if, if COVID cases tick up again and medical professionals recommend universal masking, what is your position? Would you support a mandate? Yeah. So I'm asking very specifically, not just like, are you, are you going to tell me I have to do it? I'm saying if the medical professionals recommend it, are you going to just rubber stamp that? Or are you going to actually take a stand against? Yeah. And here's her response. Marissa's response. Hello, Joshua. Thank you for your questions. And she's a scientist, by the way. Oh, so, and I asked her, you know, so she thinks she gets to push her, her science on you. Right. She said, That's I good. would definitely look to the science and the context of the current situation to make that decision. If our students, teachers, and community were at significant health risk, I would not be afraid to support another mask mandate. It is nearly impossible good to say know. what will be coming, but as things currently stand with available vaccines and vaccination rates being reasonable in our community, I don't currently see a situation where I think a mandate would be necessary. But we are at a very different point in this pandemic. As I said, though, it is nearly impossible to say what the future will hold. Thank you for your question. So let me tell you something right now, Marissa. There is never a time when a mandate into somebody else's personal health care decisions is necessary. Exactly. So, and you don't have the authority to do that. No, well, she would if she was on the school board because they did it. They should get sued. (laughs) I still, I, I will raise this flag forever. They don't have the authority to overstep into your personal medical decisions. They did it, and my kids had to wear freaking masks for half a year and never again. Because we haven't organized well enough to sue the shit out of these well, assholes. And I did not want my kids to be the tip of the spear and yeah. have to be the ones going in there and giving getting shit from their teachers yep. or getting sent home daily. But, uh, you know, I've, 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 I've crossed that line. Yeah. Now it's it's not happening. My kids will not be masking again. Yeah. I'll, they'll be, be pulled out fully, which we're, one out of three is pulled now. Yeah. And we're working on the other two. Or they will just be not wearing it and we'll just be defying any yeah. mandates to come. So, and, and hopefully I, your kids are too, guys. Yeah, with a lot more support, I think. A lot more support our position than did. Yeah. Um here's another response from Laura Lee, okay? 
Oh, asked her the same thing. Excellent question. I would want to follow the CDC guidelines. That's first red flag. Yep. They're the ones trying to prevent. Now, listen to this reply. This oh, is, I like this. This gives you a little peek behind the mask here. They are the ones trying to prevent the spread of disease, and the actions they recommend are vital to that mission. She's bought in so much. she is triple boosted. Oh, yeah. The problem lies in the divisiveness of this issue. Yeah, no shit. I was getting... I was feeling the full brunt of that. Now, yeah. interestingly, she thinks the opposite. Yeah. More had teachers requested that the mask mandate be removed and made optional because it was causing so many problems at school. I just want kids and staff to be safe. If the mask mandate is becoming a bigger threat to their safety than the mandate is, then it isn't working. I know my daughters were at MHS last year and they talked about kids threatening teachers because of masks. <laughs> we can't have that. My daughter's masked the entire year last year, even after it was made optional. I think we would need teacher input to give a definitive answer on this question. I am just stunned that she would. Okay, so she. So here's her side. Kids are threatening teachers that they don't want to wear masks. The mean anti-maskers are are abusing. The when masks. we literally had, we literally had pictures of teachers in Fargo that fucking taped masks on kids' faces. So you're going to try and say this bullshit when we have reports in our group of kids that were completely ostracized for not wearing a mask? Right. That got that had to sit out in the hallway and not participate in their pu- their free and fair public education? This just goes to show you that you know, you can, you have to try to see something from other people's point of view. She literally thinks yeah. that the mask people are getting attacked. Yeah. Give me a break. When I was walking around. It was 90% of people were masked. Right. Are you kidding? Right. Yeah. You were whether the, or not they wanted to. You were the other. You were the other if you were unmasked. Yes. You were the one you get you know recoiled against and escorted out of rooms. Well, that was the same with that MD earlier. He was right. acting like even though these mean people that are being paid to attack us, us science supporters. It's I've like, never once attacked a mass person. No. Even verbally, even though I wanted to. Because I've reached the point where I just want to go, you're an idiot. Yeah. But I don't. I keep it to myself. Yeah. And I just, at the most, they might get an, an eye roll. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's it. Or just but, a, but how many times have you had the same, like, dirty look or have somebody say something to you or whatever, else, like, walking into stores, not having a mask mm-hmm. on, you know, a year ago and people had, if looks could kill, I would have been dead a million times over. Right. You know? So, you know, that's two of our candidates, Laura Lee and Marissa, um, for, for Moorhead school board, two candidates basically would, would vote to mandate masks again. If it got to that point If cases rose and, and the medical professionals recommended it, they would, they would, uh, they would vote mask up your babies. So understand what you're getting into. If you're fine with that and that's your position as well. Okay. And see, that's the sad part is cool. I've, then I I've, don't know what you're doing here, but okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're definitely not watching this except <laughs> yeah. to hate, to hate watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just getting angry. Yeah. yeah. But, and I've resigned myself to that fact, you know, I, it's funny cause I've talked to a few parents about this issue and, and there's another issue we're going to talk about in a second that, uh, you know, they're like, I need to get in there and I've, I've offered to volunteer and they won't reply back. And I want to do this. And I want to do that. And I'm like, you're not going to change this with, what do you mean? Like they want to go in and help. Like, you know, oh, there's an issue coming up here okay. about, you know, discipline problems in school okay. yeah. and they're offering to volunteer their services yeah. and the administration is not replying back. And I, and I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, you're not, you're not going to change this. You have to accept the fact that 
and this is just my position because I'm blackpilled on, mm-hmm. on public schools. Yeah. That it's not, you're not changing it, especially while during the time that your kids are going to be in school. Yeah. You might change for the future. Of course, I'll vote for the most right wing person possible. But do I think. But he can only do so much. Do I think that the Mord School Board, with its current ratio of, you know, like five to set, five to two uh, leaning left, is going to change that, the makeup and flip it to five to two conservative? No. Yeah. That's not going to happen. If anything, it's going to go six to one or seven zero. Yeah, all liberals. Yeah, I've resigned myself to that fact. So then I just had I the hate other, to resign. I had the other direction. <laughs> so hard. Well, I mean, I'll vote for Genghis Khan if he runs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll vote for Ronald Reagan uh, the third if he runs for more at school board. Yeah. Believe me. But when my candidate loses and it's seven to zero liberals, then I go well. That's what I figured. <laughs> I'm still going to vote. Obviously, I'll vote. And I'm super tuned in and I'm messaging the candidates. Yes. But, you know, I have to accept reality also. You know, my, I have nine years left of my, you know, or not even. Yeah, basically nine years left of my kids being in, in uh, you know, public school age. Yeah. And I don't expect this to re- this trend to reverse. No, not unless something major, major happens. Right, which I don't yeah. expect. I mean, that's just the makeup of the population of the city of Moorhead. It's, you know, 60, 40, more liberal. That's just how it is. You know how I described it earlier today, though? I I do think, like, someone had asked me, are you trying to gain people, are you trying to gain support by people that already think like you, like, to find those people and group them together, or are you trying to change minds? And I said both. Because... Embolden people to feel like us. Embolden. Yeah, number one. But also... Give them strength. But also, I think that there are some people that are just not thinking, uh, you know, they're not too passionate on it or whatever. But I think that they're almost looking through a dirty window. Yeah. Right? So just because they're on the other side right now... And they're breathing through a dirty mask, too. Yeah. They're, <laughs> all, they're looking through a dirty window. So yeah. I think that sometimes it's our job... Right. To just like clean it off Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, look at it through this lens. And now tell me if your mind has changed, because I do think that at this point we can still I think we can still touch people. We can still change minds if we come at it. You know, we've been talking about this the whole time. Mm -hmm. Respectfully, you know, non-aggressively, even though sometimes we want to just be like, take it off, you know, but like. I think we can still touch those people that are on the other side. I think some of them still can come over. Yeah. There's always a, you know, and I don't think that it's what I'm getting at is you're very like, it's a whole bunch of liberals and which I can understand, Mm -hmm. but I do think that there's a lot more people that just need to kind of shift their lens. (laughs) It's only because I have eyes because I saw what happened in Fargo. (laughs) I'm on the good side still. I can't, I I can't give up. Fargo went from uh, what, two reasonable people on the board to, to like one or zero. Sometimes it's got to get worse before it gets better. Sometimes uh, here's, here's my, uh, here's my like little, like, I don't know, positive penny, like way of looking at it. Right. Is like, this is really going to suck for the next four years, mm-hmm. right? This is going to suck bad for the next four years. Fargo public schools and the people that are paying attention are not only going to have to fight like they did before. They're going to have to fight harder and they're going to have to gain more support. And I think that with the shit that is headed our way, I think it's going to piss more people off 
And I think that more people are going to get active. We had a freaking 12%. We had 12%, Josh, 12% voter turnout. You can't tell me. For a summer election. Yeah. But you can't tell me that those 12%, like that that was an accurate depiction of the Fargo area. Right. But, you know, like just those that small. But my my, retort to that is that there was no, nothing stopping conservatives from coming out. No. They're I just mean, lazy. Well, everybody was. Yeah, but it get was, out of your chair. Everyone across the board is lazy. I'm going to vote. Yeah. You know, the, it's not like, like I said, I'll vote for Genghis Khan or, or Ronald Reagan the third. It's not going to, it's not going to stop me from voting, but yeah. I have to accept the reality of during the nine years that my kids are going to be left of public school age is the board and the culture going to get more or less liberal. Yeah. Answer more. Every sign points to that. Do you think that it's because people are more liberal or because people are becoming apathetic? I think it's because the makeup of the population of the town is more liberal than conservative. So they see things like, like when I walked into Horizon Middle School, which is fifth and sixth grade, when my daughter was in fifth grade, and this is one of the reasons we pulled her out this year, I saw LGBTQ stuff everywhere. Yeah. Every classroom. Did it also include the two spirits? No. No. It was just the old school. They didn't even know what they were doing there. The racist one. It was just LGBTQ. Ugh. Barf. But yeah, like literally every classroom had that, like, this is a safe space for blah, blah, blah. And there's a whole bulletin board, like, display on it. And I'm like, what the? Yeah. You know, that's what's going on. And do I see that improving? To uh, in a way that I would like to see. Well, no. the National no. Teachers Union has also just issued like buttons for their teachers to wear that show <laughs> yeah. that they're Do I friendly. expect that to go my direction? No, I do not. In the next nine years, no, it's going to get worse. By our standards, it's going to get worse. So, and actually, and that's just that. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not even talking about safe, safety is another problem. Yeah, safety is huge. I work there. Okay? Way to so, end on a good note, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not done. I got, I got this freaking email. Yep. My son, eighth grade, he's getting pulled next. And we were going to wait till the end of the year, but we might pull him at Christmas time because yeah. of this. Horizon East locker room policy. Due to ongoing safety and privacy concerns, as well as an effort to minimize maximize the amount of time we can dedicate to instruction, we as a school have decided to close down the locker room for our physical education classes starting October 17th. So they, and the way I phrased it is they, they seeded the turf of the locker rooms like it's a gang war, like they lost turf in a gang war. Can I ask you, was this sent to parents, parents of eighth graders. Okay. Yep. Because I saw another one that didn't necessarily say safety and privacy. It just Let me get, let me tell you exactly what happened. Okay. Cuz I'm yeah. I work there, so yep. I know what what's going on here. I got this email as a parent. I yep. went, "Holy shit. Safety the first concerns. word due to ongoing safety and privacy concerns? What yeah. the hell?" Yeah. That's bullshit. And you know, and then they kind of just throw in the, oh, and because, you know. Because we of wanna, time, we don't have because, enough time. Because, oh, time. Okay, then I think they got inundated it, with people going, what the hell? Yeah, what's going this on? This is bullshit. In the, in the and then they sent another spin yeah. email later, uh, which, and they actually, they issued this to Valley News Live. Okay, because that's the one that I saw. Yeah, where and it saying, was all. Oh, we went from six periods to eight to periods. Eight, and basically nobody was using the locker room anyways because of the short 
time windows of the class periods being shorter and yeah. nobody's using them anyway since COVID. So let's just close the locker room. Yeah. And because of our, you know, and they just kind of throw in as an aside, oh, and because we don't have cameras in there yeah. and we can't, you know, monitor that. And because it takes extra staff, it takes extra staff to monitor. So that was a complete, whoever wrote that email should work for Biden Yeah, because they're a better spinner than yeah. Ke- Carrie Jean-Pierre, whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, because that was excellent spin. But guess what? You can't unring this bell. I saw this email. First. And, and I asked my son. My son, autistic, does not lie. Mm-hmm. Literally incapable. Everything's black and white to him. He will yeah. tell you the truth. If he's ever done anything wrong, like if, if he watches TV, we're not supposed to, I say, Sully, what'd you do today? Uh, I watched TV for, you know, he'll confess. Yeah, he's like for two hours when I was only yeah, supposed he, to watch it for a half because hour. Because... Lying does not just does not compute. So I I asked him yesterday, I said, because he told me about they were going to not be using the locker rooms anymore a few days ago. And I was like, that's weird. And I said, yeah, because why wouldn't kids want to change before gym class? Right. I said, what, what did they tell you? And he said, my FIED teacher told me it was because of altercations. That's literally what he said. Hmm. So. I think my, you know, this, I, I don't know because I, I don't work at that building, mm-hmm. but my uh, gut tells me this was because of vandalism, fighting, and th- and theft. Yeah. And they could not control what was going on in the locker room. So they eventually just gave up the territory, gave up the turf, like in a gang war. Yep. It's kind of like when the police just go, oh, we don't go down that block. Yeah. That's literally what they did. And wow. now the only reason, the only way they're going to use locker rooms now is for, um, you know, after school activities when the coach is there. And obviously the students in those classes have something to lose because yeah. if you're on the football team, yeah, you've got you, all your you gear get, that you paid for. Well, no, you can get kicked out the football team. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, know, you have an incentive. I thought you meant something to lose like as far as their actual stuff. No, you have incentive to behave because yeah. you have something, you know, uh, some status to lose. You can, yeah, get you can't off the get team. kicked out of gym class cause you need that as a credit. It's a, it's a, it's a required class yep. and it's just the gen pop, yep. you know, it's just the, <laughs> the regular general population going in there. Um, but you know, and that's what I've heard from every person. Now, again, my son doesn't lie about this. That's what he was told by his teacher. Yeah. Now, did the teacher lie about that? Why, why would they lie? In fact, I, I spoke with the assistant principal and I said, you know, this messaging is really poor Yeah, because you know, you're making it seem like you can't control the rooms yeah. and you've lost, you've lost control. And that's w- what I think honestly happened. And now they're just spinning it to like, Oh, shorter periods and the people and if, weren't using them anyways. And blah, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, like, I'm glad that you had poor messaging the first time, mm-hmm. you know, I'm glad that you told the truth on accident. Yeah. That you leaked the truth up. Accident, yeah. Exactly. Because now people hopefully aren't, I mean, it's so the how quickly we forget, right? So, so now I went from like having zero concerns about my son to like, holy shit, is he going to get his ass beat in the locker room? In the room? locker room, yeah. Because nobody's in there supervising and you can't control what goes on. Yeah. I mean, that's the feeling that I started to get after, yeah. you know, and I try not to be an alarmist about this kind of crap, but that was not, that did not fill me with confidence. Didn't sit well. So that went from, okay, we're going to, you know, let him finish the year out to maybe we need to pull him over Christmas because mm-hmm. I, you know. Because if safety is a concern, right. that's not. And, and if and obviously. <laughs> what does that mean? Are people recording <laughs> other people know, and privacy concerns? Yeah, what do you need to be? I don't, I do not know. Yep. But it doesn't fill me with confidence. Nope. Don't like that. So, you know, that's kind of what's going on there. Um, so, all right, guys, we're going to leave it there. We 
We've been over an hour today. Make sure you send emails to letparentsdecidethat at gmail.com. Watch on Rumble. Got kicked off YouTube again. And this time I tried to appeal it and we got a, another, we got an official strike. <laughs> Meaning if they get three of those, they kill our channel for oh, good. Great. So I do not trust YouTube at all. Um, listen anywhere audio podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Support the show at letparents.com or let the parents decide that.org. Also, you guys, if you're on Instagram, I should have mentioned this mm-hmm. earlier. Find there's a new account on Instagram. It's local parents that are trying to impact some change. It's called guard underscore don't underscore groom. Guard don't groom on I'll Instagram. Find that, I'll find and post that link in the show notes Do as it. well. And we'll maybe bring that up next week. Yep. All right, guys. Stay strong. Keep fighting. Do not comply. Do not comply. We'll see you next time.